We'll talk to Travis Rogers in 20 minutes, live from L.A. Look ahead to the uh, the Rams side of things for Thursday Night Football. Mike Dettelier also later in the show oh, yeah. from the New Orleans side of thing for what should be, guys, hopefully a Thursday Night Football game that's got a little offense. Maybe Derek Carr redeems himself a little bit. You know, Alvin Kamara, who knows? Yeah. Let's, that's what we need. We want some offense in that game. I can't wait for that game. I'm excited for it. I am not it. excited about it. Not that. at really? all? Really? Not really. I don't like watching the Saints. Don't tell Mike Dettelier. They're not fun to me at all. They need a new quarterback, ASAP Fair. Rocky. They need a new coach. Well, they, they have do. a quarterback. They just refuse to play him. Yep. It's true. Taysom Hill? No. I was just about to go Taysom. <laughs> he gets so you, mad you know when we talk about right. Taysom You know damn right who I'm talking Jameis about. Jameis Winston, all in. Ultimate teammate. Oh. Trying to fire the boys up in the locker room. Meanwhile, Derek Carr, Derek Carr, too worried about completing 80% of his passes because the air yards are like three, but, you know, it is what it is. That's kind of how their offense has been, though. They did that with Jameis Winston. He averaged 185 yards passing a game. He was protecting the ball. They were 5-1, and but they were were throwing little dink and dunk the entire time. Yeah. That's That's not really a lot of fun to watch. uh, No matter who it is. They They need a real head coach that's not Dennis Allen. I bet the Saints in this game, and I don't know how I feel about it, guys, at four. I was like, anything over a field goal, they're both 7-7, seven and seven. they're both playing for their playoff lives, but the problem is is that the Rams are trending in a totally opposite direction. Like, the Rams yep. could be even better than 7-7. Seven and seven. If they oh, were yeah. healthy all season, if they didn't lose Cooper Cup, if Matthew uh, if Stafford was healthy all year. Yeah. Um, they and the, strangely kicked a field goal. Yeah, and I think the Saints are lucky, actually, to be 7-7. Seven and seven. I agree. But they and are yet, coming off a like win. you like the Saints plus four. Yeah, they're coming off a win. You know, um, Big win. If this number is like three, you know, maybe I look at the Rams. If a money line <laughs> price is cheaper than minus 200, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Saints won this game outright. If they're able to get pressure on Matthew Stafford, that's what it comes down to. Luckily, we'll have on uh, Mike. We could talk about mm-hmm. that. I'll say, hey, Mike, you guys going to get some pressure on Mike uh, on Stafford? And he'll be like, Ryan, it's like I told Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad and... 74. <laughs> he came up to me, good kid. I said, oh, boy. He's he's one of my favorites. Yeah. He really is. Uh, I still just can't get over that. There's, there's ESPN.com had an article about this today, too. Looking at Brock Purdy at minus 225 to win the MVP. That's where we've gotten to at this point in the season. Gross. But if you're a quarterback of the best team in the NFL and you're near the top or at the top of pretty much every statistical category for a quarterback, it's kind of hard for you to not be in this position right now but there's still the CMC's down to seven to one. Like, I know it's not going to happen, but it tells you there's at least some money there. And like, maybe what would it take, guys? Honestly, yeah, let's talk what, about it. What would it take for Christian McCaffrey the rest of the way here to win MVP? All right, Purdy to get injured. All right, let's take out injuries. Let's take out injuries then, because we okay. don't want to predict injuries. You never know what's going to happen with those. All right, let's, let's look go, performance only. Let's go to this week's matchup, right? And let's go Baltimore, San Francisco. Everybody's going to be watching this game, except for people that have to celebrate the holidays, losers, and uh, don't have TVs <laughs> in their house. So everybody's going to watch this standalone game. It's the two best teams in the league, in my opinion. And let's say maybe Brock Purdy can't get anything going through the air. Let's say, like, the Ravens' pass defense shows up and Christian McCaffrey just goes off. Runs for four 20, touchdowns. 200 some yards. Yeah, 160 yards just goes off. I think that's what it would take. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't know that that's Multiple going to happen. touchdowns. It'd have to be, like, three touchdowns, one receiving, two rushing, 180 yards on the ground, maybe, like, 75, 85 yards through the air. Yeah, and then you go next week. On the road against the Commanders, 
Or and you had to put up like ungodly stats. Well, that's not hard against See, the Commanders. Problem so. no. <laughs> and the problem is, is the Commanders' pass defense, and they traded away obviously their two best it's pass horrible. rushers. So I just think that like Purdy's going to sit in the pocket and pick them apart. Mm-hmm. What it comes down to, but then, McCaffrey is, we, is a receiver. Yeah, McCaffrey is a receiver. He's still pad have to those start stats. Some deep routes. Then. Yeah, <laughs> and they really like they're trying to pad his stats. But then you wonder about Week 18, what the Niners have to play for because they host the Rams. You know, does McCaffrey get any touches? Does Purdy even play in the game? Maybe you go with Sam Darnold in that game if you have everything locked up. But I don't know. I hate to say it because I'm on Lamar Jackson. But it looks like right now, McCaffrey really doesn't have a shot. He could be Offensive Player of the Year. It's probably going to be between him and Tyreek, and now Tyreek's hurt. But Purdy at minus 225 is looking like the safe play. I would never do it, obviously, at that current price. I got Lamar 8-1 to down to 6-1. to I just need him to outduel Purdy, but just Lamar doesn't have the numbers. You know, you could say, okay, right. Baltimore's a few plays away from being undefeated. It's because of Lamar, obviously, and you look what he does with his legs. He just doesn't have the numbers. But, I mean, I kind of take all that away because it's year one in a new offensive system. Obviously, Greg Roman being gone, Todd Munkin coming in, and, like, he had to figure out who his go-to guys were. He lost Mark Andrews, his number one wide receiver, uh, even though he's a tight end. And Odell Beckham Jr. was coming back from an injury. He didn't play at all last year. You got some rookies, second-year guys. And now the offense is finally starting to click, which is usually what happens. You know, the second half of the season when you bring in a new coordinator, a quarterback off an injury, uh, a wide receiver off a pretty devastating injury like Odell Beckham Jr., who's not getting any younger. So that's what I think it takes for Lamar. He's got to go on a little run here, and they're going to have to beat San Francisco. I don't know that McCaffrey's going to get it over Purdy, even if he does just, like, ball out, man, because it's a quarterback award. I think – go ahead. No, I was gonna say if 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 I'm just looking at some of like the recent games for Lamar Jackson, right? Because there have been some. Oh, you talk about his numbers, yeah, and that's what made me want to actually go look at it because the Ravens have won a lot of games, but there are moments, right? Like he only threw for 171, a touchdown and an interception against Jacksonville. They're up big. They're going to run the football a lot, but what if he puts together a similar game like that? 190 yards passing, a touchdown, throws a pick, takes a couple of sacks. Ravens are trying to run the ball early, eat some clock. 49ers have, like, let's say it's a lot of a ground game early on in this. Purdy's not throwing the ball as much. Lamar Jackson's not throwing the ball as much. They have average pedestrian numbers. But, you know, even whatever the 49ers' offensive game plan is, it always involves Christian McCaffrey. Like, yes, I understand Brock Purdy's the quarterback, football's in his hands. Like, we get all that. But they actually do run the football a lot, too. So, really, the ball could be in Christian McCaffrey's hands even more if they want to kind of go with that game plan early and they're not just going to throw all over the Ravens' defense. I, I understand, like... I'm, I, when I say this, I'm always understanding it's a quarterback award. I don't see it happening. Yeah, and like, but like, you, there is a. I'm just oh, saying, there, there's, 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 there's like a slight slim chance because you're starting to get a groundswell from a lot of people talking about why Christian McCaffrey should deserve it, especially this year. If there's any year, it's you know, it's not the same for the Chiefs' offense and Patrick Mahomes this year. Josh Allen's been up and down this season. We've been waiting for him to separate himself and win an MVP. Lamar's numbers. Jalen Hurts' numbers. The offense looks terrible there. Brock Purdy is great, but you have Christian McCaffrey in that offense. Like, I, I, I get it. I, would, I wouldn't even bet it. I wouldn't even suggest somebody to bet it because you're probably wasting your money. Maybe if, maybe if you have a free bet, but you missed a great price anyway because it's 7-1 to now versus, like, 20-1 to a couple of weeks ago. It just feels like if there's ever a chance... For a non-quarterback to win an MVP award in today's NFL, it's Christian McCaffrey this season. But it takes so much over the rest of the season for that still to even happen. Yeah, and I'm looking at, okay, so Adrian Peterson in 2012 won the MVP as a running back. He was a monster. 348 carries, over 2,000 rushing yards, 13 touchdowns, and that was when they only played 16 games. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, How about when? And then you look at McCaffrey's numbers, 1,200 rushing yards so far, 13 touchdowns. You also look at what he does in the receiving game. What right. were you going to say? I was just going to say, also, remember LT, when LT broke the rushing uh, touchdown record and all-purpose touchdown record in 2006, ended up with 31 touchdowns that year, yeah. which is just disgusting. Did not win MVP. It was just, um, it was just like a different league too. Yeah, you know, was. like it, oh, was, yeah. it was a different league. Like Marshall Falk wins it in two thousand, and he, he was, was kind of the in, same kind of guy. Like his, he was like, like LT, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, catch balls out of the backfield. I don't know. I just you look at Purdy's numbers, and I don't remember the last time a quarterback put up these type of numbers and didn't win MVP. He's completing almost seventy percent of his passes. He's already almost got four thousand yards passing. That's probably coming here in the next two weeks. Twenty nine touchdowns to just seven picks. And, like, for context, if you compare, you know, Lamar's numbers to Jordan Love's numbers, because mm-hmm. Jordan Love's not going to win MVP. Jordan Love this season, 3,368 passing yards, 25 touchdowns, 11 picks, a QB rating of 90.8. Uh, Lamar's QB rating right now, 60.8. Seven picks, 17 touchdowns, 3,105 yards, which is 15th in the league. I just don't know that the numbers are good enough unless you – you know, look at the intangibles, what he does with his legs, just him being healthy. Take him off this team, where are they at? I don't think they'll do that, and that's why it's probably going to Purdy. But, yeah, you're right. Like, if ever there's going to be a year, I'd say maybe, yeah, maybe this year with Tyreek or McCaffrey, but we also said that a couple years ago with Cooper Cup, and he still didn't win the award. Right, right. And if you look, I mean, Brock Purdy leads the NFL in touchdown passes. He's the highest-rated quarterback in the NFL. If you look at completion percentage, it's weird because Nick Mullins and Jake Browning are like, in there, but they don't really count. It's really Tua and then Brock Purdy, if you're looking at it without those two guys. I mean, if you're looking at yards, I think he's, yeah, he's just behind Tua right now, so he's second there. In terms of interceptions, he's not throwing a ton of picks. Like, I, Again, I understand all this, and I love the story, and I love the season Brock Purdy's having, but I just, I just, I hate the fact that this award eliminates guys like Cooper Cup, essentially. Eliminates guys like Christian McCaffrey. Not just for really good years as a receiver running back, but really historic seasons like they've had. Yeah. No, I mean, I I just want to see it go to the best player. I'm with you there. Um, That's what Offensive Player of the Year is for, which, yeah, McCaffrey's now minus 155. Tyreek's plus 110. That... The fact that Tyreek's not going to win it when he probably is going to put up 1,700... Receiving yards. Maybe he doesn't play another game until the playoffs. Who knows? That's what I'm worried about. Is like if this at this point, if he's out the next couple of weeks for the Dolphins, I mean, he they may not even wait. add to those totals. Probably wait. He almost played last week. I was watching that on Hard Knocks last night uh, when I came home, and he was like really like warmed up, was going through his his uh, protocol, and they said nope, not strong enough. He's in a walking boot, so that's not good. No. I mean, I'd hold him out right now, too. Yeah. You're going to need him, obviously. I mean, this is a big game for both teams, Dallas and Miami. Yeah, you're right, though. 1,500 yards right now, even if he didn't play another game. 12 touchdowns. I, and, like, just what he brings, too. I mean, the numbers are great, but also just because you have to game plan. When he's on the field, like, the way that they – you could move them all around, right? You, like, you could line them up in the slot. You could move them like, onto the outside. You could line them up in the backfield. And he just creates so many nightmares, um, matchup nightmares. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't hate that. But McCaffrey at minus 155 makes sense, especially because Tyreek might miss this game. So, if you look at McCaffrey, he's not going to win MVP. He probably wins this award. That's actually not a bad price right now, minus 155, to be quite honest with you. No, Like, A.J. Brown hasn't done enough the last couple weeks. I really liked CeeDee Lamb earlier in the year, but, I mean... What, he didn't do anything last week except for get that rushing touchdown, which I have no idea why he was still in the game in the fourth quarter. So it comes down to Tyreek McCaffrey. And like you said, I mean, 
If Tyreek's in a walking boot, if he's not 100%, if he doesn't play against Dallas, let's say Miami wins that game, they're favored in that game, maybe you just sit him the next week, too. I mean, they put up 30 and they shut out Same the Jets. Buffalo. So you clearly can still score even without Tyreek Hill, which shows you the value of Tua. Yeah. Again, see, it's quarterbacks, though, right? Like, I, I actually might play some McCaffrey. Because then you look at the rest of the matchups. For MVP? No, no, for offensive What did you did that, did you no, buy no, in? No, oh, no, no, just, just at minus one fifty five. Yeah. That's a good price. I mean, because you look at it. All right, so if he doesn't play right now, Tyreek, if he doesn't play against the Cowboys next mm. week, Baltimore. Then after that, Buffalo. I don't even really love those matchups. He's on the road against Baltimore on December thirty first on New Year's Day, so that could be a weather game, windy game. You know, I mean, they're still going to throw the ball, obviously. Uh, and then you get the Bills. Granted, that game's in Miami against Buffalo. You don't have to go on the road. It's not going to be probably crappy conditions, but still, like, some tougher defenses. Yeah, I like McCaffrey a lot. And it's, it kind of feels like a NFL draft bet yeah. where you're not always getting great prices, but the probability of that bet hitting is much mm-hmm. higher since it's an information market versus, like, an actual competitive game yes. market. Yeah, and, it's, and it just also feels like they're going to reward the Niners for being the best team in the regular mm-hmm. season, right. right? Like, the best team in the NFC. So, so that means you would go Purdy MVP, McCaffrey Offensive Player of the Year. The way that they're like playing off each other, he should win MVP. No, he should win MVP. No, you hang up. Yeah, I think that's no, that's how it goes up. down. No, you hang up. No, you but hang up. Lamar and the boys could ruin that. Okay, that could all go ruin to hell it. this weekend. And he's got to win, and he's probably going to have to ball out though. Um, if you like Baltimore plus five and a half, or you like Baltimore to win that game outright, wouldn't you just take Lamar to win MVP at plus six hundred? Yeah, I'd play. I'd play. I'd play a little Lamar too. Yeah. Because just do that. I mean, now it's down to those guys. I don't think McCaffrey wins. No. Um, I think Dak really cost himself in that last game. Yeah, that was terrible. Josh Allen. I mean, there's an outside chance maybe Josh Allen still, but it takes. Why though? He Why would the Bills winning outright? Yeah, right. I mean, if it, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to. They have to win outright, and he have to put up monster numbers. But then it's quarterback to quarterback, so you're comparing Josh Allen to Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's been doing it all year, so. At this point, yeah, I don't. I just really don't see anybody else besides Lamar Jackson and Brock Purdy winning this. And if if we're being realistic and we're taking numbers and prices and everything out of it, what's the most logical winner for this award? Yeah, Brock Purdy. The craziest award that I'm looking at, like as far as line movement, Joe Flacco going from 150 to one, 200 to one, in some offshore shops. Down to right now, 12 to win. For 12 to one for most or for comeback, comeback player, player of the year. Of the I year. saw that too. Yeah. So DeMar Hamlin right now down to minus 600. I say down to. Two is 12 to 1. Like, DeMar Hamlin's not even playing in these games, man. Is he even active? No. Not really. Doesn't matter, though. Flacco's 12 to 1. Last time we saw DeMar Hamlin, God bless his soul, he um, cost his team. Like, he got that penalty. Remember Baker Mayfield, 14 to 1? That that award is not going to anybody. Flacco had a great one. quote though. He's like, "What am I coming back from? Not wanting to show up to training camp." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Flacco's taking this whole situation just with nothing but like enthusiasm to play. I love it. Same. I, I just I want to see them keep winning just because Joe Flacco's making it fun. He really is. Yeah. All right, Travis Rogers live from LA next. It's BetMGM the night.